Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things we are going to do on the radio, last one of the week. And I am ready for this weekend things, getting the harmonica out, ready for the little thing. We got rid of the beep. For years, I've used a beep in between all of the things, and I uh, thought, you know, why not change it up? I can change things up maybe once every 11 years. That seems about right, doesn't it? Um, so, sit back, relax, and enjoy what we did on the radio earlier today. Welcome along. On the show today, we'll be talking about many things. The fact that we are all stuck in a rut and we won't want to get out of it. Tom Cruise is in the news. So's Kim Kardashian. One of those I know more about their body of work. The um, aliens are in the news, but oh, is there a way that we don't have to do an alien thing? We'll think about it. And there's also the word remote. I'll see what that's about. Tom Cruise is in the news, making us all feel young again. Because he's getting on a bit, isn't he? I mean, we all are, don't get me wrong, but he's now 60. So this is a good thing to think about. Like, he's looking great. He's very active. He still does all of his own stunts. I do all of my own stunts as well. Or no, that's not technically true, is it? Both me and Tom Cruise don't use a stuntman. There you go. That's technically true. Not a lot of stunts in sitting around and playing songs. And Tom Cruise apparently still dances in his underwear at home. Very much in like the scene from Risky Business. But the difference is, I think when you get a little bit older, dancing in your underwear is a different kind of risky business. Someone walks in, they'll go and get you assessed, won't they? Um, he, uh, the Mission Impossible star uh, was then 19 when he filmed it. He reckons it's one of his best moments and he still dances like that now. I also dance around in my uh, underwear. Yeah, it's, especially in this heatwave. It's been freeing, relaxing, enjoyable. I am banned from that nightclub. But other than that, it's all going well. How are you doing today? What are you doing? Are you doing the same as you did yesterday? Because according to a piece of research, you are. We Brits love to do the same things day in, day out. We have a cuppa from the same mug at the same time every day. We always wear the same clothes over and over. In our defence for that last one, for some reason I've reached an age and a size where I've only got about three outfits that feel comfy. So... Yeah, I keep going back to those. Leave me alone. Apparently a third are willing to re-watch their favourite films again and again. And I think I know why. I re-watch films that I already know I love. Firstly, you already know you love it. Secondly, if you miss a bit, it doesn't matter because you've already seen it 17 times. Whereas I try and watch films with my new little baby boy around. I mean, he's one now, so he's not a baby, but it's difficult. He doesn't like horror films, so he ruins it. And if he distracts me, I don't know what's going on, do I? So... Apparently we um, we always sit on the same spot on the sofa. Yep. There's an imprint of uh, me on there. I think this is actually a good way to live. I don't want to do things differently. I just want to do things over and over again. You know, I think the first 20 years of your life, you're all about, oh, I'm going to try try stuff. But when you get to a certain age, I've tried, I've tried stuff. I'm more than willing to just do the same thing over and over again. Which is pretty good, because that's exactly what you have to do when you're a grown-up with a job. We were talking before about this survey that says we all do the same things day in, day out. We become creatures of habit. And I'm defending it, saying, yeah, of course you always drink out of the same mug because you've found the one that you like. The one that you don't dribble down your chin when you try. You always wear the same outfits again and again because they fit and they're nice. I, I'm all in favour of it. And it seems that Mike's in favour as well, who gets in touch and says, um, I do the same things over and over again. Every day I listen to you do a, the same joke about aliens. All right, nope, fair play. Good point, well made. 
There is a story about aliens in the news, but I think if I don't mention being worried about it, we won't have to deal with anything that happens when I talk about aliens. Let's see. A UFO hunter has captured images of an alien flying saucer over... Anyone want to know where? Where would you... If you were an alien, where would you visit? They've gone for Devon. <clears throat> Imagine that if Devon becomes the first point of contact with aliens. And they aliens will presume we all put the jam and the cream on in that order. It just goes to show. You really do have to be careful. Um, this bloke called John was uh, scanning the skies of Devon for E.T. when he saw a strange dome-shaped object whiz past. Uh, a thousand... Let's have a look at this. That looks fake, that, doesn't it? That's... So anyway, so by the look of it, a fly went past his camera. And uh, he says it's an alien. <clears throat> look, I hope that aliens don't get in touch. Well, you don't even say it in case it happens. But imagine if that's how they learn English in Devon. First time you try and make contact with an alien, they'll be giving it, Right, you or hello, Earthlings. We've been monitoring your radio communication, learning about your species, and then it. We just laugh at them and then they'd shoot us with their lasers. It's about these nudists who went into a pub. That sounds like a joke already. Two nudists go into a bar. But they did. And they shocked the guests, and then they put cash behind the bar so that everyone could have a party. I don't think I'd have a... You know, if, they t if two people turned up into a pub you were drinking in, nude, and they said, do you want to... I'll buy you a drink. Wouldn't trust it as far as I could throw it. But apparently, Neil Cox eh, and Danielle said uh, they they stunned drinkers when they turned up without their clothes, and then they put money behind the bar so they could all have a good time. Here's a question. Where do they keep their credit card? Do you know what? It's not a question, because you might answer it. So let's let's just move on. There's a story in the news about Kim Kardashian. I don't pay much attention to the work of Kim Kardashian, if I'm brutally honest. Does she work? Anyway, apparently she said she has imposter syndrome, despite the success of her shapewear business skims. The 42-year-old is on the cover of Time magazine, and she says, I still have, like, imposter syndrome or whatever. Hmm. And no one helping you with these speeches, by the looks of it. Uh, but I think it's all part of what keeps me going, says the woman who makes underwear. And I actually, I did a science stand-up comedy thing years ago, well, about three years ago maybe now. Um, no, it was in the pandemic, give it two years ago, where we were talking about imposter syndrome. And I was saying, you don't have imposter syndrome if you actually are. An imposter. You, it's not a syndrome. Do you know what I mean? If if actually somehow you have totally blagged your way into somehow making millions out of selling pants, I'm not. I'm not judging. No, I'm. I am judging. Aren't I? Two things going on. One is I might sneeze, but let's not worry about that. Um, what's this story? I basically I cut out news stories and then just read them for the first time on radio. TV sparks four rows a week for the average UK couple. That's not bad, is it? Because that's a per week. Out of seven days, four of them have a row about what's on the telly. And I'm presuming most of those rows are, how do I find the channel that Stephen Allen from the radio turns upon? Oh no, it's on Freeview. Why is he not reviewing the newspapers tonight? How do I find out when he's on? Oh, if only I could follow him on social media, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Is that the row that you have? Where do I get old episodes of The Mash Report? Ah, uh, no? Just me? Okay, Apparently, what to watch, sometimes asking too many questions, and the volume level of the biggest bugbears. Finding out what to watch, yeah. I mean, I've spent many an evening just going through the menus in Netflix and then just going to bed. 
I've browsed menus. That'd be like going to a restaurant, reading the menu and going, ah, no, let's go hungry. Thanks, Netflix. Then the other thing, what was the other one on this? Asking too many questions. What's going on? Who's... I, I, I do get a little bit annoyed when I'm watching a film with the other half and I'll see that she's on a phone. I'm not going to tell her not to be on a phone because that would be controlling and we're all free to do whatever we want to do. So she's looking at a phone for half an hour and then she looks up at the film and goes, it's not very good, I've got no idea what's happening in this one. No, it's well. Maybe you should Google it on your phone. But what really annoys me, and this is not technically a row about the TV, is we'll watch a film, she'll be on a phone for half an hour and I'll think, do you know what? I'm going to check my Twitter. No, it'd be nice to see. Oh, I'm going to get my and I pick my phone up. She'll say, "Are you not interested in this?" Then, way. Technically, that's not a row about the TV, though, is it? Podcast done. So, if you fancied it, you could track down. I've done a couple of. Uh, I did one headliners on GB News this week, so you can see that. I did comic solving problems. You can still watch that on YouTube. All the po- yeah, this is a podcast already, so you've you've worked that bit out. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen, and until next time. Oh, that's upside down. Hang on. Oh, that's better.